Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. I am a teen mom turned speaker, author, and mompreneur. My mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all you ever dreamed of and more. I will teach you how to level up your lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Join me every Tuesday for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. You will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right, so guys, I'm excited for today's talk um, in honor of Women's History Month. Um, that's kind of been the theme of my conversations for March to celebrate um, Women's History Month. So happy Women's History Month to all the amazing women who are a part of the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast community. <laughs> well, not the podcast community, but a part of the community. Um, I'm so grateful and happy to have you here. Um, so I'm excited to get into today's talk about character traits of a Proverbs 31 woman. Now, if you are a Christian or a believer, um, you have definitely heard of the Proverbs 31 woman before. Um, she's like the role model or the ideal woman that um, most Christian women look up to or strive to be. So when I study this chapter in my Bible, it has like certain titles over each chapter. And the chapter of this title is A Wife of Noble Character when it comes to the Proverbs 31. So I understand that, you know, a lot of our um, women in our community may not be married, but sis, that is okay, um, because there are still tons of gems that we can learn from the Proverbs 31 woman to apply to our womanhood. So if you're a wife, you know, extra points for you, you know, keep this in mind as far as um, some tips that I share for how you can implement this in your family life, you know, as a wife or mom. But if you're a woman, like I said, there's plenty of gems in this chapter that you can apply to your womanhood. And we'll get deeper into that now. So um, again, just going off the title of that chapter, A Wife of Noble Character. I'm into my definitions and words because they have a lot of um, context behind the meaning that we see. So noble means having or showing fine personal qualities or moral principles and ideals, which is nothing but um, a principle to be aimed at. And some similar words for noble are righteous, virtuous, honorable, and unselfish. All right. Now, the definition of character means the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. So this is like your personality, your nature, your temperament, your qualities, your aura, your traits, your vibe, right? Just how you are as, as a, a being. So to me, that was the common um, theme that I saw between noble and character. It's pretty much just how you are as a person, your, your overall being. So not necessarily, you know, how you look or the things that you do, but how you are in your heart, right? how you make other people feel when you're around them, how you're showing up to the world, um, your personality traits, how you make the energy in the room feel and how you make other people feel. 
Um, to me, that describes the true definition of your character. And the Proverbs 31 woman has noble character. So we're going to go into, um, I have two points for you. So this talk will be um, two parts. I'll do the first part today because I didn't want it to be too long <laughs> on the podcast, but um, we'll get into two traits today. And then next week, I'll have two more traits to share with you. All right. So the first trait that we're going to get into that a Proverbs 31 woman has is that she understands her value. Proverbs 31 and 10 tells us who can find a virtuous and capable wife. She is more precious than rubies. Now, if you've noticed, one of our definition words is already mentioned in the first scripture, virtuous, right? Which um, is talking about how she's noble. That's another word for noble. So just some quick facts about a ruby, because your girl did not know. I had to do some research. But rubies are more rare and valuable than diamonds, and specifically the sunrise ruby, which is a famous ruby, um, which is 25.6 carats, was sold for a little over $30 million, okay? <laughs> a little over $30 million, right? Talk about valuable. That's valuable right there. Um, so our Bible says that a wife or a woman of noble character is more valuable and rare than a ruby. And this just goes to show like how intentional God's words is like he doesn't just say things to be saying them <laughs> right. If he says a word, it's for a reason or for intentionality. So just kind of breaking this down here, it starts off with who can find a virtuous and capable wife. This goes to confirm like how rare that it is to find that ruby, quote unquote, or to find that woman or that wife who is virtuous, who has that honorable um, personality or characteristic traits, right? And I will say living in 2023 <laughs> um, with social media and the internet and all access to all these other things, like it seems harder and harder to find women specifically with some type of class or honor to themselves. And this is no shade to anybody who's you know, showing their bodies or doing whatever on Instagram, like those IG models and stuff. That's kind of who I think of, like just letting it all hang out there, right? It's so easy to see that everywhere. So here it's saying like a woman with, with honor and characteristics about herself that please God is getting very rare <laughs> to find, right? This is written in um, God's word. So that kind of confirms that. And then on the flip side, is saying that she is more precious than rubies. So I just read you some facts about how somebody paid $30 million for a ruby. Do you see yourself more valuable than $30 million, <laughs> right? It's kind of how we have to view ourselves because that's how God views a woman who has noble character. And I want to point that out because it's not just any and every woman, a woman with noble character, right? With some type of class and honorable characteristics to herself. Um, this quote also makes me think about our good sis, Lauren Hill, when she said, don't be a hard rock when you really are a gem, like bars <laughs> and facts all at the same time. Um, and I feel like this just goes back to knowing your value as a woman, right? It's more than looking the part or looking flashy like a ruby. 
because we can hear like, you know, you're more valuable than a Ruby and automatically think like our looks, um, being dressed nice and fancy and, and always put together, but it goes deeper than that outside look. This verse is saying that your value um, comes from knowing who you are within, right? Um, knowing who you are and whose you are makes that much of a difference in how you show up in the world as a woman. Um, when you know your value from the inside based off who God said that you are, and when you have those um, valuable characteristics to you, you don't have to seek your validation in other people. So this is kind of where you might see um, women seeking their validation in like the amount of men that pay attention to them or try to talk to them, or they find their value in uh, the type of hair that they have, the type of clothes they wear, the items that they own. This verse is saying that, hey, your value is so much more deeper <laughs> than those things and outside voices telling you that, yeah, you are good enough. Oh, yeah, you are worthy of my time because all that matters at the end of it all is who God says that you are and knowing that you're his child. That's like the highest value point that you can have ever, right? Um, Proverbs 31, 11 through 12 also says that her husband trusts her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. So what does it mean to enrich somebody's life? It means to improve their life or to enhance their life. Now, this makes me think about um, Beyonce's song, Let Me Upgrade You, <laughs> because sis had all the bars in that song about how she could make her man better, right? By bringing value to his life, by teaching him things, by showing him things, right? By being that helpmate person or that special person in his life to help elevate him to another level that he didn't even know was possible. And it also goes back to me thinking about, you know, um, back in the Garden of Eden, where God saw Adam and saw that, you know, it was not good for him to be alone and made woman, you know, for him to be a part of them. So that just goes to show that God sees some type of value in women um, being with men or connecting with men as the helpmate. That's what he created us to be, right? So all of this is confirming. And I also think about that Neo and Fabulous song, Baby, You Make Me Better, <laughs> right? So there's this reoccurring thing that a man and a woman connecting and collaborating with each other just brings so much value in this world and so much value in this earth. And not to say that you have to be married or be with a man to bring him uh, to be valuable. I'm not saying that at all. But again, you know, this chapter was titled um, A Noble Wife. So that's kind of where that context is coming from. But again, sis, if you are not married, if you desire to be married, these are some good gems to, you know, keep in mind and have in mind for when that time does come from you, for you, right? And now we're going to move into the second um, characteristic of a Proverbs 31 woman, which is that she is organized and has a plan. Proverbs 31 and 15 tells us she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. That's in the um, New Living Translation version. But in the message version, at that end, it says that um, she plans the day's work by organizing her day. So that's kind of what we're going to highlight by organizing her day. 
So all to me, all this looks like is evaluating the daily needs of your family um, and have an organized plan of how each need will be met for that day. So some things to keep in mind that your family may need to organize is that family menu planning. We were doing good in my family for a while, but kind of fell off. But I see, y'all, I see the, the downfall when we don't have our meals planned and organized. It goes into that back and forth conversation of what you want to eat. I don't know what you want to eat. Now we're all frustrated and irritated because we did not plan <laughs> at the beginning of it. And I will say I would get frustrated before like, why well, I always got to figure out what to eat, <laughs> right? This can be a collective thing. But this just goes to show like that Proverbs 31 woman, she has that organization in, plan in place, excuse me ahead of time so that these things are avoided, <laughs> that chaos and that fallout. Um, another thing to make sure that is organized or planned are if you have kids, their after school activities. I know my son has certain things going on after school, so I need to have a plan and organize. Um, I need to have an organized plan in place on when those days are for his activities, when he needs to be picked up, um, my daughter as well has things going on. So making sure that everyone is where they need to be in the afternoons, everything is handled that needs to be handled in the afternoons. That's something important. Um, bills are something that's important to organize and have in place. So writing your bills on a calendar, knowing when the knowing when those due dates are, <laughs> right? And not just having them roll up on you and you're missing bills. Um, you need to have a plan for appointments and events. So those doctor's appointments, birthday parties or things going on, as well as chores. Now, this is something that I'm trying to be more intentional about as far as planning, because I'm seeing right now without a plan for chores, um, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, can you uh, wash those dishes or do you mind taking out the trash? But I would like for us to have some type of a, a system in place in our home where it's like on Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, my oldest son washes the dishes and Tuesdays and Thursdays, maybe I do. And on Sundays, we clean the bathroom, you know, just some type of plan or organization in place. Um, and it's important to do this. You can do it, you know, first thing in the morning before your family wakes up. If you want to plan like day by day. Or you can just do it ahead of time, right? So one thing that I do ahead of time is go ahead and write out my calendar for the month and color coordinate and have those plans in place. It's something that my whole family can see. It's in a general um, place in our home, in the kitchen. So everyone can see what's going on for the month. But um, when it comes to planning day by day, you as the woman of the home <laughs> or the wife of the home, I promise you, if you're not a morning person, Maybe pick a few days out of the week to wake up before everybody or do it the night before, but try to have an idea of what's going on for the day for everybody already in place. This eliminates confusion and chaos. And who doesn't want that, <laughs> right? Who doesn't want that? There's nothing worse than waking up in the morning, everybody's hustling and bustling, trying to pack their bags and get out the door on time. It's just a mess. And it really isn't a um, comfortable way to start the day, right? Your morning kind of sets the tone for what's going on. So waking up early or doing things ahead of time is the best practice for that. Um, and is definitely a practice of a Proverbs 31 woman. Th these are things that she does. 
Um, Proverbs 31 and 27 tells us that she carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. So again, this goes back to if you feel like you're not that morning person, you're not a planner, you're not that person that's ahead of time, sis, <laughs> that's not the quality or the characteristic of a Proverbs 31 woman. Because again, like I said, if you're not planning ahead of time, that's just going to bring up um, opportunity for the plan to fall apart <laughs> and for things to be chaotic in your home. Proverbs 31 and 35 says that she laughs without fear of the future. So all this means is that she is prepared for every season. Um, and when I hear this verse, it makes me think about like having a savings account, like that emergency savings fund. Um, for things that may come up, certain emergencies like your car breaking down or appliances in your home. Also having savings for like that uh, three to six month period, like if something happens and somebody's out of work. To me, that's what um, I, I think of when I hear that she lasts without fear of the future. Like a Proverbs 31 woman is not worried about how things will be handled um, she's not afraid of emergencies that will pop up because she has planned and is prepared for those things. All right. So I want you to reflect on out of the two that I shared, like what character traits um, of this Proverbs 31 woman do you practice now? Are you good at planning and organizing right now? Is that something that's a strength of, for you? I know for me that is. Um, and also take a look at... Um, understanding your value. So are there some insecurities that you have about yourself as a woman? Are there is some insecurities you have about yourself as a mom um, and how you show up? That's definitely something that you want to address and get in your words, sis, and figure out who God says that you are. Um, we all have been through things. We have all made mistakes. We have all fallen short. And also physically, like we all have things that we don't like about ourselves. But I, when it comes to those things or those thoughts, I try to replace it with like, I'm God's creation, right? So if there's anything on me that I don't like about myself, physical appearance wise, then I'm pretty much saying like, God made a mistake on me or he didn't do something right with my body. And we all know that God is all knowing that he is a perfect God and he does not make any mistakes, right? If he created something, then that means that it is beautiful in his eyes. And that's something that I've been studying lately too. I'll do a talk on this, but um, really how we as humans determine what's right or wrong in our own mindset, <laughs> which does not line up to what God feels like is right or wrong. Um, and a good example of this is like, you can be going through a wilderness season, lost your job, lost whatever, a bunch of stuff, lost your money and feel like, this is the worst situation ever. And God can be in heaven looking down like this is exactly what I need to happen in her life. This is exactly where I want her to be so that she can connect with me um, and learn from me and learn the lesson out of this situation. OK, so that's something I want you to do. Just kind of reflect on the two that I've shared and see kind of where you fall um, on those two characteristics and see where you can improve. Um. What do I have here? All right. That is all that I have for you all today. Like I said, I'll do part two next week and I'll have two more characteristics. Um, if you are not, please follow me on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, it's at Tarikaya. Facebook is Tarikaya Allen Butler. 
Um, all the episodes that I do record live, I do upload them on my YouTube. So what I'm doing now is I take them off of Instagram and upload them to YouTube. So if you are visual and like to watch someone uh, as they speak, be sure to check out my YouTube channel and subscribe there. I would love to have you. And if you are not, I would love to have you a part of the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community where I share weekly emails for encouragement. I share resources, tips. It's like a weekly blog post that I share. So I would love to have you there as well. That link um, will be in the show notes for you to join. All right. I will see you all next week for part two of Characteristics of a Proverbs 31 Woman. And have a great night. Bye. Yeah.